Hello, dear listener, and welcome to the Elixir Podcast. My name is Jackie, and I'm so grateful for the opportunity to connect with you. The intention of this podcast, as it organically unfolds, is to cultivate an experience through the alchemy of storytelling, an opportunity to align with our own rhythm and muse, a listening ritual to inspire and re-inspire, catching glimpses of ourselves in each other. Let's begin our time together by taking three collective breaths. Inhale. Exhale. Inhale. Exhale. Inhale. Exhale. Mandy and I first met in a ukulele class many moons ago. She's the owner of Salty Dog Yoga and Surf in Carolina Beach, North Carolina. Our conversation today is about balance and anxiety, along with some sweet tales of travel woven within. We jump right in, talking about Mandy's first experience with yoga and how she started upon this path. You know, it's, it is kind of funny. So as a kid, um, my mom took me to a yoga class when I was really little and, um, and I really enjoyed that, but I felt like financially it wasn't something that we could do all the time. Um, and then I, in middle school, a friend of mine had, her mom had a book on meditation and I brought it to the school and asked the gym teacher if we could do meditation in gym class. Oh, we actually got in trouble. (laughs) Um, not I got in trouble but it was like no we can't do this and then my best friend was at church and they were like talking about it like this girl's trying to bring meditation into the school you know and so it's kind of crazy to look back and see how many times in my life there was like a little nudge towards yoga and then um in college I studied theater and part of my um curriculum was this class called movement for the actors and then we learned you know yoga in that class um, and Tai Chi and I, and I loved it. And so it was something that I just kept coming back to. Yeah. And then I actually came to where I am today because I was managing salons and spas and I just was burnt out of, it was in a um, corporate setting and I was kind of just burnt out of doing that. And I saw that they needed a manager for the yoga studio here. And so like I applied for it. So I came in through like more of a business aspect and then I went through the teacher training and I was like, I love sharing this journey with people. And so then I decided I didn't want to manage and I became a yoga teacher and did that. And then I went back to managing after I had my daughter and now I'm in the studio. So it's like a little bit of everything. Since then, it's moved to two other places or one other location? Yeah, it was two. So it was kind of like we knew we had like the um, building or the spot we were in was sold and um, barbecue, oddly enough, was moving in. Yeah, I remember hearing that. And um, so they were like, okay, well, we need to be out. And I was like, uh, uh, I'm not ready for this party to end, you know? So I was like, um, thinking about what, where we could go and commercial real estate is really hard to come by at the beach. 
So we ended up um, sharing a space at a wedding venue place. Oh. Um, yeah, and I kind of just got the idea from 128 yeah. South Front, you know? Yeah. Um, and so it served us, I mean, it was literally across the street. I walked across the street with like the room dividers and everything, and it served us, but it wasn't ideal, yeah. you know? And then this space that I kept looking at, but um, it was being rented, came available, and then it just kind of, it all kind of manifested as it should. What um, What is a way that you find balance or is balance something that you feel is important in your personal life or in your professional life? Like what is balance to you? Um, balance is, well, balance is a practice every day, I mm -hmm. feel like. And yeah. um, once we can kind of acknowledge that, I feel like it makes things a little bit easier because we don't have to be so hard on ourselves when things shift off balance. So for instance, like it's that you get your perfect schedule at work, mm -hmm. but then your babysitter quits. And so it's like, you're always kind of shifting and evolving to create this balance. Yeah. Um, for me, I do feel like being outdoors is almost an instant kind of, um, it helps me to feel balanced just being outside in nature and under yeah. the sun and stuff like that. So sometimes when it's like, cold and in the winter time I do feel a little off balance because I'm like inside not leaving my house you know yeah um but I and I think it's important to have balance across the board in work mm. you know life family all that stuff yeah um but it's you know it's a practice yeah yeah well, soon you're going to be having tons of that sunshine and connection with nature in Costa Rica for yes. your retreat. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. What part of Costa Rica are you going to? We'll be in Manuel Antonio. Um, I have not been there in 20 years. The last time I was there 20 years ago, I did break my front tooth and like went for a month with no front tooth. Oh, no. Um, yeah, so hopefully <laughs> that won't happen this time. Yeah. I kind of doubt it because I was like 20 years old in college or yeah. 21 in college. Um, but we're really looking forward to it. We were in Costa Rica last year in Tamarindo, and then like the previous year we went to Belize. And I just, yeah. I love Costa Rica, so. Yeah. Do you plan a year, yearly retreat, like every time around this year? Yes, or so every time year? around this year, kind of thinking um, that we might try and do two, cause um, we cool. have some like more like in, as I said, I'm bad with thinking of words. In, yeah. Like, what is it? Local? It's not really local, but to another place in the country. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I can't yeah. think of the word. Close by. Yes, you know what I'm saying. Sure, yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's fun. I love to travel. It's hard with a three-year-old and running a business, you know, mm -hmm. um, and just life in general to make time. So I feel like when it can kind of be like, well, it's work, you yeah. know, it, it works out nicely. And yeah. last year, like, my family met me. In Costa Rica so I think to be able to give my daughter that experience too to like did they come after or yeah during? they came after oh, to like hang me. out there and see monkeys and all that kind of stuff is fun yeah what advice would you give to someone who's trying to learn how to lead retreats or like what is something you've learned about that experience that you could share um it's it's a lot of back-end stuff and mm -hmm. it takes a while like so this retreat that we were going on Amy and I started planning in June so it just it takes you know if you're trying to do it all there are some companies like third-party country or countries companies that you can go through yeah and um 
and you know they'll kind of make all the arrangements for you uh and that's great that's kind of what we did our first one yeah and then after that last year we were like all right let's do this you know yeah. so um and we did actually our very first one was in carolina beach it was like a local retreat oh. yeah and so then we were like okay i feel confident let's do this yeah you know? but it always gets a it always is a little i always get a little nervous before it starts i um contrary to popular belief i'm a little introverted so i get kind of <laughs> nervous you know but it's also such a wonderful opportunity to kind of connect with others. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's our theme this year. Last year, my favorite part of the retreat was actually like, at the end of the day, we would all sit around the dinner table, which was, you know, in Costa Rica, it's like outdoor kitchen. So we're like sitting at this like kitchen, giant kitchen table outside and just, I had so many like deep belly laughs and conversations and, even vulnerable conversations um, with other women. And it just, it made me realize how often I'm not connecting anymore because mm -hmm. I'm, you know, going to work, I'm going home and spending time with my family. And it just, it felt really good to do that and to give myself permission to do that. Yeah. Because I think a lot of times, sometimes when we're out, I'm not necessarily being present with everyone because I'm like, okay, well, I got to go home and put my kid to bed. And so, um, yeah, so I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, and sometimes I feel like a retreat too, it's like you sync up with that kind of rhythm of being more present or having yes. authentic conversations. And so then when you come back into your daily life, it's it can be challenging to maybe implement that same lifestyle, but yeah. there's little like nuggets of remembering that maybe yes. happen. Yeah, we even on this last retreat, it was cool. We wrote ourselves um, like little postcards to remember. And then like six months later, Amy and I, mailed them out to everyone so we had that reminder in six months which I was like oh I forgot that I wrote that you know yeah, and so it's just, just a good idea good reminder to do that yeah yeah so when do you leave soon a couple yes, days yes we'll leave on Wednesday okay I am a very nervous traveler though right. <laughs> on our honeymoon my husband told me I was really annoying to travel with <laughs> so um I get really like anxious so um I watch too much Locked Up Abroad, and although I do nothing illegal, I'm always afraid I'm gonna be like locked up abroad. <laughs> and when we were coming back from Belize, they actually like pulled me um, and made me, like they rubbed those things on my hands and like we're boarding the plane and like everybody's getting on and I'm still like getting stuff rubbed on my hands. And I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> and I had, um, and so I was, I just get really nervous. Yeah. But, you know. Oh. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's yeah. funny. You'll be fine. Yes, yes. That's what CBD oil's for. Although yeah. I'm even like, I'm scared to bring CBD oil. I don't want them to like arrest me for that. So, you know. Oh, do you use CBD oil all the time? Or? Not all the time, but yeah. it really helps me at nighttime. If I wake up um, in the middle of the night, then I'll take some and it helps me go back to sleep. Yeah. Um, do you find that it helps with, um, another topic you mentioned was anxiety. Do you find that it helps you with that? Or? Yes, for yeah. sure. I did my first introduction to CBD oil was from one of my retreat participants um, she we were on the plane and I was like I'm so nervous I get really nervous when I travel and she was like yeah. here do you want to try some of this and I was so afraid and I was like I don't know like maybe just one drop I'm not gonna follow directions you know and I did feel like it just kind of helped like I was like wow I'm not as anxious as I usually am mm -hmm. you know so uh, I I found it helpful I think everyone's a little different in what works for them and i yeah. know like different brands seem to work for different people i know that you've combined with amy with island wellness is it 
Island Wellness and Salty Dog in one? Yeah. That's really yeah. neat. So it's confusing to a lot of people, but it's just awesome because um, Amy and I, when we were like separate, so she was teaching for us at Salty Dog. Right. And we just kept talking about like, how could we figure out a way to be together? And, you know, because I feel like she's in, she has a wellness lifestyle boutique, mm -hmm. right? We teach yoga and meditation and now we do um, bar and Pilates as well. And it's like how, obviously we have similar demographics. How can we just be together? And, and like I said, Carolina Beach um, commercial real estate is hard to come by. So yeah. if we could share, um, because we're almost like two women before this, we were like two women on an Island by ourselves, you know, you, you yeah. manage. So it's kind of like, um, it's you running the show all the time. And it was always her as a, um, solopreneur, like at her store all the time. So now it's kind of cool because like we alternate Saturdays. So I'll be like, Hey, I'll work this Saturday. I'll take all the hours. So when the studio's open and then the store's still open and then we like, so we take turns and we help each other out and it's just evolved into this great friendship and I feel like um partnership yeah 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 I'm gonna make it a point to come by yes you have to yes it's so I love our space too because it's quirky yeah um but I feel like I joke that our tagline is keeping it quirky because that's kind of Carolina Beach right <laughs> Are you near the fair, the fair that happens? No, nowhere near it. And okay. that's what I like too, because for those um, listening, Carolina Beach, <laughs> if you're not familiar, has a, it's not a, is it a fair? I call it the carnival. I don't know. Carnival. Yeah. Uh, when is it? During the summer. <laughs> it's during the summer. It gets a little crazy. Yeah. Um, it's like, it's a, it's a little beach town. And in the summertime, there's like this carnival that sets up with, um, complete with like carnival people and <laughs> um rides tons yes of rides. yes uh just to give you an image for your head um i remember i was trying to take my niece and nephew to some rides and like the the man working the bumper cars was like yelling at me because i was just trying to ask him like what time they open because online it said six o'clock and it was like six thirty, and everyone was standing around smoking cigarettes and like nobody was working the bumper cars. And he was like, we're in a meeting, you know? And I was like, okay, okay, we'll just, we'll go to another ride. But it's kind of, it's it's interesting. It's got character. It does have character. Yeah. I love that yeah. about it. Um, but, so the, the old studio used to be right near it. And yes. so in the mornings, if you were coming to teach your yoga class, you know, just the remnants of like, post-carnival fun was all around. Yes, and, and it was, you know, it was at the Carolina Beach Boardwalk. So there were, you know, our neighbors were bars and it's the boardwalk is actually awesome now yes. like right next door where salty dog was is a smoothie place and she's awesome um renee it's um juicy and so she does like acai bowls and all this Ooh. stuff so there's really been like a kind of a turnaround at the boardwalk but um when we were there like i actually had to kick a man out on a like 9 a.m class that was like laying on the floor drunk and um told me that he that sting sent him there to do yoga <laughs> oh wow yeah so so we're not there anymore and i do um although that location was beautiful because it was oceanfront i appreciate where we're at now because it's just a different energy you yeah. know and so i i kind of like being we're kind of tucked off the main road and yeah. i like that too oh that's so yeah. great yes so I was looking at your bio and loving all the things that you wrote, um, but one thing that I didn't know about you was that you were you uh, you want to be a DJ. I do. Tell me about this. Well, I've always wanted to. I actually have a DJ name. Okay, it's, what is it? It's DJ Mingles, 
And like my old iPhone, I must have named it that. So whenever I would hook to a speaker to teach a yoga class, it would be like DJ Mingles. <laughs> I'm not electronically savvy and didn't know how to turn that off. But I, uh, I, I just love different music, like all, all kinds of music, you know? And, um, and I just have this like vision in my head. Like I think a female DJ is like so cool right yes. and who doesn't want to be one so yes. um so sometimes i really like to i think that's one thing about teaching yoga is like we get to make these playlists and yeah. i pretend i'm a dj exactly you know? i dj'd at the wilmington yoga center one time for their like for yoga fest flow. yes and, and i felt so cool i think you know? i was there you were yeah. it is you are cool but it was yeah. cool <laughs> <laughs> wow yeah Maybe I'll have you DJ for live music yoga. One I day. would love to. Yes, that would be cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So, who are some influential people that have kind of guided you along this path, or that have been important in your life that you could think of? Um, I feel like all the women in my family have been very influential. I, um, my grandmother, I grew up well so my parents lived in Spain until my sister was three and then they moved here um so they had me in America um but so my parents kind of worked like opposite shifts you know like nighttime my mom would work daytime my dad and so we spent a lot of time with my grandparents too and my grandma was just she was this tough lady and a firecracker like when I was little I just didn't want to go to school and I lied and I was like there's a bully on the school bus and my grandmother's like okay I'm going to teach you how to box and like that's what she like instead of being like you know I don't know what yes. kindness here hit the guy in the nose <laughs> and she um so she was just a really interesting person she had a pet crow at some point um, not when I knew her, my mom, um, told me that later, but I just cool, she did cool things, you know, like one time there was an intruder in their house. So she had, um, these apartment houses and she loved to rent to like the younger kids. And, um, I guess a man must've broke in to one of the apartments and was attacking one of the younger girls and my grandmother like beat him up. And so I just, um, wow. yeah, she was just, she was a really cool girl. What was her name? Um, Helen. Helen. Yeah. I even named my doll after her when I was little. Mm. But yeah, so I feel like all the women in my family though are kind of, they, they're, we got a little toughness to us. Not really, I'm five foot, so I can't be that tough. But you know, you know how I mean. to box. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> I took a karate class one time and I was like, oh, I have to actually spar. And then I like dropped out. Um, what about as far as any books or movies, experiences that have been pivotal to your life till this point? Well, movies, no. I've never seen Star Wars or like I just watched National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. So like I didn't really, I wasn't, I'm not really a TV person. So I wanted to say movies. Yeah. Um, I do feel like as a kid, because my dad was from Spain and we had a lot of family there, we got to travel a lot to go to Spain. And so like, I feel like that was kind of, um, part of our upbringing, you know, like it, early on you were introduced to like different cultures mm -hmm. and just kind of seeing that like not everybody does things the way we do things or not everybody's fortunate to have like what we have. And, yeah. um, and so, and then when I, you know, when I was in high school, I got to go to England for some time. So I feel like being able to travel as a kid was really awesome. Yeah. I was upset at the time because like, say we didn't go to Disney. <laughs> 
but like when the 92 Olympics were in Barcelona, like we got to go to that because my parents saved all their pennies so that they could take, you know, a family of five there. So I, I've, I really enjoyed all that experience, you yeah. know, and we kind of had a little bit of like, so my house was, you know, my mom was American, but my dad was Spanish. So I feel like we've had a lot of European kind of influence too yeah yeah what about as far as books any books that you can think well of? i wasn't a very good reader as a child yeah um and now i feel like i don't get to read yeah because having a three-year-old i um the one book i really really loved well i loved catcher and rye was catcher in the rye was always my favorite book yeah and then um for my yoga teacher training living your yoga i just loved that book because when i read I start thinking about other things and I'm like, oh, you know, reading the pages over and over. But I felt like Judith Lasser really talked about um, how things could relate to like a personal level, everyday living. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? It wasn't some kind of like, I often think of that brain emoji explosion, you know, like when yes. I sometimes when things I'm like, what did I just read? You know, and yeah. that to me was very like livable and I could take that and translate it into my life. Yeah, I, we had to read that book in my training. Yeah, what, what I think we were in training. I'm like, were we in the same training? We weren't in the same training. Okay, because the ukulele school. Yes, okay. I wanna say, I don't even know if it was, I think mine was 2011, two I think. Okay, because mine was 2010. <laughs> <laughs> Me. Yes, I, yeah, I do think it was. I think it was 2010. So yeah. it was the same book. And I, then I remember, did you ever go to her workshop where you got to meet her and she talked about the book? I didn't. Did uh, you go to that? Yeah. Yeah. It was great. It's so neat to meet an author yes. of, of a book that you've read. It's almost like seeing the movie of the book, you know? Yeah. It's like, yeah. oh, this is the real life version of these words. Yeah. So that was neat. Yeah. Um, okay. So let's see. I have three questions that I... Um, like to ask at the end of our interview. One of them is, what sound do you love? Hmm. I do love the sound of like, just nature. Like if you're sleeping with the windows open, which uh, doesn't happen a whole lot in Wilmington because it gets so hot quickly. Right. But I will fight it like keeping the air off and sleeping with the windows open and you can just hear like the birds in the morning, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or um, the crickets and then um, or when it's raining and you can hear the rain outside. Like I love all those sounds of nature, yeah. but I'm like laying in a bed relaxing. Those are probably sounds I love. That's one thing I remember about in Costa Rica, how loud nature was. Yes. Yeah. And we forget about it, you yeah. know what I mean? Because we have the windows closed. And right. Yeah. Yeah. I love that about that, about um, Costa Rica, or maybe it's anywhere that's like an island country or an open concept sort of area. Where yeah. You know, when we were in Spain, so like my in Barcelona, we didn't have my grandmother's apartment didn't have air conditioning, and um, every night at like midnight, the trash trucks would come. But I like love that sounds too because <laughs> it was like the city. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or like these city sounds. But it yeah. is like I feel like when we always have like our windows closed and the air conditioning on, we we lose that. Yeah. All right. So the next question is: If you were a plant, what would you be and why? Hmm. Ooh. <laughs> That's a tough one. Well, I love the hibiscus flower or hibiscus plant and how like the flowers like only have a 24 hour lifespan, I think is kind of cool. And that idea of how fragile life is. Um, 
and how beautiful it is. I don't know if I would want to only live for 24 hours, <laughs> but um, that's I probably didn't know that about the hibiscus flower. Yeah, yeah. I know that about the moonflower, but oh. I think it's the same experience though, where it's like when you get to witness this flower opening, it's yeah. like, wow, I caught this, and this is a temporary thing of beauty. Yes. I love that. A lot of my plants are temporary things, so <laughs> I don't do very good taking care of them. <laughs> I like plant a garden every year. I like am gung-ho, strong at the beginning, and then it just kind of tanks. For me, the hard part is during this time of year where you have to bring your plants inside. Yes. Because it's like, okay, do I have enough light? Yeah. Is it warm enough? Is it cold enough? I know. <laughs> It's all an experiment. Yeah. Some of these plants, I'm like, okay, you look alive still. Let's no, go. yeah, the succulents, man, I cannot, and you don't really have to do anything, but they, for the life of me, I cannot keep them alive. No. Those look good. <laughs> <laughs> and then lastly, what do you know for sure? Hmm. I almost would say that I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like the universe has kicked me in the butt a couple times when I'm like, oh, I know this and things are this way, you mm -hmm. know? And then it's like, it just reveals to me a situation or an experience or something that I'm like, oh, no, it's not, you know? Yeah. So I know, I guess that's it. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Um, so where can listeners find you if they're local or if they're um, just listening and out of town? How can they connect with you? When are your classes that you teach? All that good stuff. So I teach at Salty Dog Yoga and Surf, um, which is the website is just www.saltydogyogasurf.com. Um, and I teach classes there um, weekly and on the weekends, so pretty much all the time. Yeah. And um, and then I have Instagram. It's just um, the Pura Vida Yogi. Again, I love Costa Rica. Um, but that one, you're probably just going to see a lot of pictures of my kid because oh. I like constantly take pictures of her. Oh. <laughs> That's perfect. Well, yeah. Thank you so much for Thanks coming for here today. Me. Yes. Absolutely. Have fun on your trip. Thank you. <laughs> Don't get arrested. Oh. <laughs> or break a tooth. Yeah, don't break a tooth. Oh, real quick. Yeah. Speaking of that, I wanted to ask you a question about the really cool photos that you sent me. Yes. So. Okay, yeah. Tell me that story. Your question. No, tell me that story. Well, so, <laughs> you know, you asked for photos, and I personally, like, I, I don't really, I take a lot of pictures of my kids, and I don't really have a lot. So I sent you some photos from when we went to Belize. And that was like, we had a photographer come on our trip and she captured like our whole retreat. And then she um, did a photo session with us. And I just, I love this one picture that I sent to you, but my face is caked in sand. <laughs> but I feel like that just reveals like me in a nutshell and my life. Do you know what I mean? Like, yes. uh, and so I did a chin stand on the beach. So that was before and yes, after. That was I before was and after. And I did that chin stand on the beach and we were like dying laughing. Cause like, I don't know what I was thinking like and my whole entire face was like caked in sand and I was like what the hell am I doing and then I like looked up and just was you know it still makes me laugh to think about it but yes. I feel like that's I'm a little silly sometimes and so I felt like it just conveyed my personality yes I loved that that's what I was hoping was it was <laughs> yes yeah what an advanced pose and then it's like and in the sand yes this is what it, like, I seriously had sand, like, up my nostrils, like, 30 minutes later, but. Well, thank you for sending that. I'll be sure to post it so people can see what we're talking about. But, yes. Oh, that's awesome. Oh. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs>
Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. Be sure to check out the notes for each show to stay connected with guests, for journaling prompts to dive deeper, and any links to resources and offerings. Until next time.